My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast with the weekly horoscope from Monday, July 25th, 2022. This is an exciting week for me because the Vedic Astrology 101 course to decode your birth chart is happening this week. Now you can check that out right now at quietmindastrology.com slash 101. And if you're listening to this later, you can get on the waitlist for the next time I open that up. It's always a really cool class, a lot of major realizations and a lot of personal growth comes from that for everybody involved. And you learn about how to improve your health, wealth, relationships, and purpose. These are the four major areas of life I'm always focusing on, helping you improve through this incredible ancient teaching of Vedic astrology, which uses the sidereal zodiac, which is true to astronomy. This week, we've got a few transits happening, including a significant one of Jupiter going retrograde. There's a lot of big opportunities in this transit. I'll share how you can work with it rather than against it. And always, we're seeking how to utilize the positive expression of these planetary energies, these cycles of time, and try to reduce more of the negative influences. And that's something that happens. Sometimes we are experiencing more of the negative side of our own placements in our own birth chart, our own unique nature. Sometimes we're experiencing more of the challenging aspects of the transits, but we always have the ability to choose how to respond to any situation. We can't control external things. We can't control the universe. But if Jupiter is going retrograde like this month, like this week, like it's going to be happening for the next few months, there are a lot of opportunities we can find in that. And that's what I love to teach and help you discover in yourself. So you can get your free birth chart at quietmindastrology.com right now. Free birth chart there will help you understand where these placements are affecting you personally. And later this week, I'll have an episode on Jupiter retrograde through all for all of the signs. So what it means if you have Aries rising or Aries moon, Taurus rising or Taurus moon. So I'll go through all of that coming up this week and a few other extra cool things coming up this week leading up to Vedic Astrology 101 this week and then the Vedic Astrology mentorship opening next month. That's going to be really fun. So talking about this week, I mentioned last week, we'd start with Mercury into Ashlesha Nakshatra that happened on Sunday afternoon, 1.55 p.m. Central Time. Mercury, the planet of communication, business, information technology, devices, things like that, into Ashlesha, which is about going into the depths of things, more into this sort of darker, secretive, mysterious nature that's within within all of us. Ashlesha is represented by a serpent. So you think of like a serpent in biblical history is used as a representation of something that is sort of leading us in a direction that might be dangerous, might be mysterious, might be unknown. Uh, But in the case of the story from the Bible, it's leading us to the tree of knowledge and this part of ourselves with Mercury being in Ashlesha, there might be some difficult conversations to be had. It's about communication. It's about things that could be leading us to a different experience of our reality. It could be leading us to maybe have some harsh communication and difficult conversations that are not pleasant. Or maybe it's about going into difficult ways of thinking and being, like old limiting beliefs that might be holding us back. That kind of work is always very important and transformational. I'll actually be doing more of that this year inside of the mentorship program because I found that just to be so incredibly healing with people. And it's outside of the context of what we can do on the podcast. 
But if you have any sort of tools like that, therapy, personal work, belief work, journaling, meditation, all these things are incredibly powerful. And always with Mercury transits, doing pranayama practices or mantra practices can really help harness this energy and bring out the more positive influence just by doing any pranayama or any mantra practice because you're regulating the flow of life force, of prana, of energy that is moving through you. And Mercury is to do with the breath, the air element, and the movement of prana through the air, but also and through any sort of form that prana can take through food, uh, TV that you watch, shows that you watch, podcasts you listen to. Those are all transmissions of prana. And my hope is that my practices transmit through these teachings and that as you go through your life, that your energy, that your intention is transmitting through your actions as well. And people are feeling that intention, the transmission of your prana into your activities whether it be creative, technical, whatever kind of work, or just being with other people. Uh, that's the power of Mercury. Now, the big thing this week is Jupiter going retrograde. That happens every year, so don't panic. But you do want to know how to best work with this because it's the energy of expansion, growth, transformation, starting to go backwards. Now, it might sound like restriction, limitations. You're not growing anymore. You're stagnating. In fact, you're devolving and degenerating in some way. And it's not really the case. You could think of it like your lungs have to expand and contract for you to breathe and to live. And in places where they have seasons, unlike California where I'm living now, <laughs> it's either gray or sunny. Uh, but when there is, when there are seasons, there is a cycle to that and uh, sort of expansion and, and contraction in nature. And then of course here where it's more less it's less seasonal here in California where I'm living now. Uh, but there is still that cycle of day and night for everybody. So there's a time where the solar energy is dominant, there's a time where the lunar energy is dominant. And everything in our experience of the universe is in this sense of polarity and duality to some degree, of yin and yang, light and dark, heavy light, all these uh, relationships that there are. So whenever there's a retrograded happening you can blame all your problems on it you can just say you know i i forgot it was retrograde whatever take no responsibility blame it on the planets uh you can do that sure but you could also use it as an opportunity to say okay well there's a contraction happening in some way i'll say for example for me like moving and getting a new place and all this stuff and getting everything set up new furniture a new arrangement for my office and new recording equipment and all this stuff Growth, 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 expansion has been happening quite significantly for me, and that's based on my chart and other things going on for me personally. Uh, so I can sense as this Jupiter retrograde is coming this week, there's a sense of completion with that. Almost like when you take a breath in, there's a sense of completion at a certain point, and then if you keep trying to breathe in, you just can't. You've got to exhale. You've got to let go. You've got to let something go. You've got to be willing to stop that phase of expansion and transition to this phase of letting go and it could be big it could be small it's going to differ for everybody like for example if you've got a lot of stuff happening in your 12th house this year by transit it could be by your annual chart it could be with rahu there or k2 there uh, there could be a bigger sense of loss bigger sense of needing to let things go and you can go back to my episodes in the archives about the saturn and rahu and k2 transits happening this year 
uh, just a couple months ago, and you'll hear more about where that's affecting you personally because I go through each sign. So you can listen to those and as always listen to the annual and the monthly charts, uh, horoscopes for more insights on things as we're progressing through the year. Uh, but you might be feeling it's not such a big deal. Maybe it is. But there's a sense of contraction happening right now of letting go. And less of this expansion, grow, new, changing. And for me, it's that sort of, okay, I've established my home base. I've established my office now. I've established my working routine and all that in this new environment. And my workouts and my exercise, my yoga, meditation, all those things are set to a degree, they will adapt, but now it's just focusing on doing my work and not setting everything up, but letting all that go. And then even letting go of the things that, okay, well, I can let go of this old bike I'm not using anymore and this old computer monitor I don't need and clearing out storage and all that. So letting things go. <clears throat> and what I found, and the reason I'm here right now sharing this stuff is because many years ago, I had that intuition that something was shifting and I sensed there was this need for something to change in my life and I was getting this feedback from people around me. It's like, yo, you should be doing this or you should change this thing and I didn't do it and I ignored that intuition. I ignored that confirmation from the universe of these synchronicities of like I listened to a podcast and somebody would say ABC and then I'd have a conversation with somebody completely unrelated and they'd say ABC, uh, for example. And those kind of synchronicities that you couldn't possibly create yourself are often good signs that, okay, there's a message here. And for me, I didn't listen to that message many years ago, it was 2008, and then all these bad things started happening. And it's like the choice I needed to make to change my, get out of the job I didn't love and, and kind of change my life trajectory uh, was essentially made for me to a degree. Uh, of course, we always have choice in how to respond to the universe, but essentially like uh, the job I wanted to quit fired me right and it's like oh thank you <laughs> I was so grateful that they did that because I didn't have the courage to do it at the time you know honestly if I'm being honest like I just was afraid to make that change and we all have that at times in our lives where we have that intuition we know something needs to change and we're afraid to do it so as this Jupiter retrograde is happening it doesn't have to be a loss it doesn't have to be a big letting go it doesn't have to be dramatic you don't have to be fired but there is a change that the universe is directing you towards and the details might be more specific uh, in the upcoming podcast this week where i talk about where this transit's affecting you personally in your houses and it might be a letting go of uh fear like for me it was like yeah i left, lost a job but i was really stepping into doing yoga regularly, doing yoga every day, and living more in alignment with my intuition and becoming a musician. And I'd always been playing music before that, and now I was really thrust out into like, okay, well, you say you want to be a musician, well, here you go. And after a few years, I kind of realized, oh, <clears throat> well, I kind of did what I thought I wanted to do there, and that's not actually what I wanted to do. So uh, I was really glad that I finally did it at least, uh, but I didn't exactly have the courage to do it. I had the intuition. I knew the message was there, but I kind of resisted it. So maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you've had that experience. Hopefully you're not having that experience as much anymore where you're getting to listen to your intuition and you have more clarity of like, okay, uh, my intuition say do A, B, and C. And I don't know why. It doesn't exactly make sense, but I'm going to do A, B, and C and kind of trust that. And your dreams, the synchronicities, the guidance from the universe, like people around you uh, repeatedly saying the same kind of things, like unrelated, 
uh, th those are kind of good signs. If it's just like a couple of people, you know, always like telling you, you should, you can't do that or you shouldn't do that. Uh, like kind of squashing your dreams or anything like that. That's a different kind of subject altogether. But when you get those sort of messages, trust them. And as Jupiter goes retrograde now from Pisces, uh, and the sign of Pisces is about your dreams, your imagination, your vision, where you see your life going and your creative expression and what kind of future you see for yourself. So you're starting to go back over like, okay, well, what future have I been living into? And one really cool thing you can do with this is kind of imagine that you are in that future reality and work backwards. And this is something I teach a lot in like the business stuff that I teach for yoga teachers and uh, just for people who are like creating something like that, like entrepreneurs that I've worked with and people are kind of working uh, from a vision. So with Jupiter and Pisces, we're all being asked to assess what is our vision and how could we work backwards from that. So like, for example, the CEO of IBM was asked after he had all this massive success with IBM many years ago, what was your secret to success? How did you do it? And he said it was three steps, very simple. And he took the business from struggling and almost bankrupt to the most successful years ever in his time. And he said the first step was to envision the future that he wanted the business to be in. Like, what does it look like? How many employees do they have? What are they selling? How are they selling it? All of that fleshed out. And then the step two was to put those details in place. It's like, okay, we'll need to hire this person. We'll need to hire that. This kind of system will need to be in place. And then flesh it all out. And then step three was to start acting like that now and be that business now. So, for example, if one of the things in your vision is that you want to meditate every day, but you don't have time right now, you could actually start that now meditating for just a breath a day or a minute a day or 10 minutes a day. And you might not have twice a day. Maybe you want to do twice a day, but you can only do once a day. Right? So, but if you're actually already there, how would you do it? What would you be doing? And you can work backwards. So as Jupiter goes into Pisces, work backwards. And this is something I'll be talking a lot about in the 101 course and my mentorship. I have people at the beginning of the mentorship envision where they'll be at the end. And then we work backwards together. Like, okay, well, you want to know how to read your birth chart quickly and just pull it up and know how all these transits affect you personally. Great. Let me help you do that. Here's what you'll need to do. And we can start doing that right away. Or maybe you want to learn how to read charts and have your own business as an astrologer eventually and, and do this because you're passionate about it. You care. You want to help people. Awesome. And you ask, like, what does that person do with their daily schedule? What kind of life are they living? What kind of things are they doing? And then we start to work backwards and start to do those things from the beginning. And that's how I do a lot of my work and do a lot of my approach to intentions and goal setting in general, but especially with Jupiter and Pisces. This is a really cool time to do that. And just look out. Where do you see yourself five, ten years? Maybe, maybe that's too far. Maybe it's five days, ten days, five weeks. But somewhere in the future... And you kind of work backwards from there. So we've got some time over the next couple of months while Jupiter is in Pisces to work with this and to go back to things in the past that have worked for you, teachers you've learned from, philosophies you've studied, wisdom you've gained in your life, and go back to what have you learned from that? What stuff has worked that you want to keep? What stuff do you want to let go of? This is a continual process for all of us, and it helps us live in the present moment when we're not dragging a bunch of old stuff around or... You don't have like a million files, tabs open on your computer. And it's just always every time you turn on your computer, it's just like a million things flying at you. Uh, 
I've seen a lot of people like that. That's for me, that's like a constant thing where every time I finish my day, I want to have everything closed, everything done on the computer. And uh, that's a blank, blank slate that allows me to be present day to day and say, okay, what's the next thing to focus on? And always kind of be paring things down of like, is that thing working? Is that not working? Keep it or let it go. Especially relevant right now with Jupiter going to Pisces this week and Saturn being retrograde, as I talked about earlier this month. So there's a lot of going back over things, cleaning things up, creating space for growth in the future, and less of this constant outward expansion outward, but more of a going inward, like the contraction of an exhale, going more internal. And I think this is a really powerful time to do that. And, uh, trust those intuitions. Now, as we do that, there's the new moon this week in Pushya Nakshatra on the same day, Thursday, July 28th. And anytime there's a new moon, it's time for new intentions, new opportunities. Again, a bit of this sort of blank slate energy. So if you are one of those people with a thousand tabs open, maybe close them out and uh, save them if you need to, but just, you know, create some space to have a fresh start. I uh, just got my cat some uh, cat grass she was eating some of our new plants. So I got her own bed of grass that I'm growing for her. And as the new moon is starting uh, this Thursday, it's the perfect time for literally planting seeds like that or for metaphorically planting seeds of intentions around the topic of Pushya Nakshatra, which is about nurturance, which is perfect for like actual seeds of food, which nurture my cat in this case, uh, but things that nurture you planting seeds of intention for what will nurture you and fill you up. Getting a massage, taking a bath, going for a walk in nature, doing yoga meditation, these kind of things that nurture you are really valuable at this time. Maybe there's a teacher you want to work with or a thing you want to study. We're going into the Vedic Astrology 101 course on this day, on Thursday, on the new moon. It's a top time of learning a new topic in a new way, 101, going into the essential foundations of it which is really valuable for everybody. you got a lot of people who go through that course multiple times because we always want to have a beginner's mind. And with the new moon and Pushya, it's a great time to have a beginner's mind about something you're studying and want to learn more about and go deeper into those studies. Then on Friday, July 29th, Venus moves into Punar Vasu Nakshatra. So this is a powerful time for your relationships to shed new light on what lights you up in the relationships as we talked about last week of this sort of energy uh, of the recent episodes about like what kind of lights you up and what lights you up in relationship and what's going to bring more connection and harmony in your relationship. Maybe it's actually being out in the sun more, uh, getting more time outside, more activities, more expression together. And uh, as Venus is in the Gemini, the sign of Gemini during this, uh, there is uh, a great opportunity for more communication in relationship, having more playfulness, more charm, more clever sort of wit witty banter in your relationship, and being more playful with your partner, doing things like that you would do as a kid, maybe bringing that childlike sort of playfulness into your relationship this week. Maybe it's like playing board games or video games or uh, just silly things, playing hopscotch, you know, just jump rope, whatever. Like playful kid kind of stuff in the relationship can also bring a lot of uh, play and fun and harmony and joy into the relationship. On Sunday, Mercury moves into Leo in Maga Nakshatra. 
That's at 4.14 p.m. Central Time. Mercury, again, like I said at the beginning, it moves fast. It's the planet of communication, information technology, devices, technology, these kind of things in the sign of Leo and Maga Nakshatra now. So starting to step into your authority of your voice, expressing yourself more confidently. And this would be a great time to talk to ancestors, people in your family, like old relatives, learning about your ancestry and finding new insights about yourself through that and having more conversations of with people in your family and potentially with people in leadership and authority around you to, if you desire, to move into more leadership roles in your work, in your communication, your business, as Leo is that is the sign of like this kind of strong leadership ability ruled by the sun, which is in Cancer, which has a nice warmth to it right now of emotional intelligence. So if there's a conversation to be had about a raise or promotion or new opportunity in your business, this is a powerful time to step into that and communicate that. So that's our look at the transits happening this week. Of course, next episode we'll have uh, the Jupiter retrograde transits, how that's affecting you for each sign of the zodiac. And then some more stuff this week about the Vedic Astrology 101 course coming up this Thursday. You can enroll right now at quietmindastrology.com slash 101. Then next month, we'll have, for in a couple episodes here, we'll talk about next month's horoscope, which is for August 2022. And next month is a lot more stable. So there's a lot less of this big change of, of planets into retrograde or big changes that have been happening throughout the spring this year. It's more stable. And when that happens, it allows your nervous system to settle in a little bit and you can be a little more creative, a little more focused, a little more present and less of like this kind of scattered energy that we're still in the ramifications of early 2020 and things kind of settling down. So we'll talk about how to work with that for the next month's horoscope. And a couple other things. Uh, well, before we finish, I just added a new page to my website. So if you want to go back through the podcast archives and actually search through the transcripts for specific things I talked about, you can do that now. So I made this really cool new website feature. If you go to quietmindastrology.com, you'll see a link to the podcast. And in that is a whole new section of the site where you can search through the transcripts of the episodes. When you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's super cool. And essentially, like if I talked about... Uh, like one specific thing, like uh, the history of the pandemics in, in an episode, it's in there. You can search pandemic and you can see every episode where I mentioned that. Or if I talked about uh, meditation, you can go into the archives and you'll see every episode where I talk about that. So this is a new feature. This is just coming together right now. So it's not fully fleshed out yet, but it's really cool. And it's actually something I've been using inside of my mentorship program and in some of my other courses so that people can search through all the content because there's a ton in there. So I've made it easy for people to search through it all. But now you can do that on the podcast too. So that's really cool and that will be really useful as the podcast continues to grow and people find this and want to go back to specific episodes on like the signs or the houses or the planets. So I'll be doing more episodes here on the podcast and things like that that you can search through. Perfect example of Saturn and Jupiter going retrograde, where now you can go back through the archives, through the things that I've shared, which hopefully, maybe uh, arrogantly, I can call that wisdom 
of uh, Jupiter representing wisdom. So I'm sharing my wisdom and my, uh, you know, what I think is my best attempt at wisdom at least. And hopefully it's helpful to you and you can search through the archives and see everything I've shared there and search for specific topics. All right. So thank you for listening to the Quiet Mind Astrology podcast. Look forward to sharing more with you next time. And if you enjoyed this, please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend, and I'll share more with you next time on the Quiet Mind Astrology podcast.